Welcome to the Thriving Fatherhood Podcast, where we are living and working in the trenches together to thrive in this mission field called fatherhood. My name is Brian Knight. I am a father of two and another on the way in February. Today, I want to talk about faith and why is the foundation of thriving as a father. Seriously, it is the most important component over the other four F's I talk about, such as family, fitness, finances, and future. I'm going to give you my perspective on this, and ultimately it is a decision between you and Jesus what is most important in your life. I've already tried it the other way uh, where I was not letting Jesus be the Lord of my life and it always ended up coming back to bite me. I'm sure many of you guys can relate. When I look back over the last 20 years, there was a lot of times where Jesus was not the Lord of my life and I can see where I was struggling with lust, anger, pride, or selfish ambition. I mean, pretty much you name it. Of course, I would fall down and come back to Jesus when things were not going right. Eventually, I learned to consult him first instead of myself. And, you know, instead of leaving Jesus outside of the conversation, I've uh, learned to consult him you know, first and uh, go to him for counsel instead of just talking about it in my own brain. So long story short, things have worked out much better since then. I I also want to cover the, the why, how, and the what of strong faith in your life and how it relates to fatherhood. With a strong faith, I feel grounded in my life and in any situation, I have hope and I can turn I know I can turn to him. Without faith, you're facing your challenges, struggles, and the world all by yourself. Sometimes you're not enough and you only have so much willpower, luck, and mental energy to face what life throws at you on your own. As men and fathers, we sometimes take pride in thinking we have it all figured out and can handle any situation life throws at us on our own. Don't get me wrong, I still struggle with thinking I have it all figured out, or if I don't, worrying about it or having anxiety about the situation. Every time this occurs, if I consult Jesus first, I become more resilient with tough situations, and my faith grows as a result. And that trial, of that trial in my life. Trials are not necessarily meant to be dreaded, but to grow us in our faith. So speaking of trials, if I could be vulnerable for just a moment with you and talk about one time where I broke down, it was uh, with my ability, honestly, to go to the bathroom. I was uh, born with a birth abnormality of the rectum, GI system. And uh, what I had been doing up to that point in my late 20s suddenly stopped working. 
Uh, I did not know what to do, and the only solutions the medical doctors could think of was to do procedures or surgery. I did not like any of those options. All of this happened while I was going through nursing school. So you talk about one stressor on top of another. It was a few years before God finally revealed the solution to me to manage this issue so I could live a normal life again. I mean, think about dating and socializing with people. I just, you, um, it really puts a damper on that. So when I say normal, uh, so I felt uh, secure out in public and on dates without having to worry about my GI system, if you know what I mean. I remember at the time talking with my dad and just breaking down over the phone because I was out of options as far as what I could do, but God used this to help me understand that I needed him when I did not have it all figured out. The solution was eventually revealed to me, and I have been perfectly fine for the last 15 years. So getting back to the why, the Bible gives me a standard of truth and morals from which to come from to make decisions in my life. I mean, without the Bible, where does truth come from? Who determines what is considered right and wrong? Also, we are sinful creatures. I mean, just look at your kids. <laughs> uh, and mine. Uh, definitely mine. Nobody taught them to lie, disobey, or steal a toy. They just did it because they are sinful just like you and me are. Keeping a strong faith also gives me an internal motivation for righteousness. In other words, I am motivated to do right or make things right from a biblical standpoint. If uh, I was not close to the word and reading it daily, I start to drift away and lower the bar for what is right and wrong in my life. I start doing what I feel like doing instead of what I know I should be doing or the right thing. Which, most of the time, let's face it, is the harder thing to do. Switching gears a little, the most important task in your daily time is your daily time study and application of what you have learned. This gives you the wisdom and self-control to disciple your family and evangelize to others. How do you disciple your family? Well, by being an example for them. They are looking to you for spiritual leadership. If you are misbehaving, cursing when something doesn't go your way, or flicking people off in traffic, then do not be surprised when they, your kids start doing the same. Now, and you know, I want to add to that, maybe even your wife might be doing the same. Now, you may not be that extreme, but maybe you discipline your children out of anger or because they're irritating you. And honestly, that's going to happen. But you think about and work towards staying in self-control when situations in life are not going well or your kids are misbehaving. One practice I am working to incorporate and be more consistent at when I am not working is daily Bible and devotional reading with the family. Often is the only time we come together as a family at the dinner table. 
It is a great time to learn yourself and teach your wife and kids about the Bible and help them with uh, difficult questions about growing their faith. As I get older, I am seeing how having a strong faith is the way I want to live my life. I don't exactly know how to explain it, but things just go much better when you have faith in your life. Now, this is not to say you will not have tragedies or unexpected events that will make you question or challenge your faith, but this is what you're preparing for by always turning to Jesus when you have the little problems in your daily life now. This helps prepare you for the big challenges where you as a strong, thriving father are not enough and you need him to get back up and keep going. Your family needs you to be prepared to do that. So I want to switch gears again and talk about the how. I am definitely not an expert in this area, but I am speaking about what has worked for me so far in my life. First, you need to be praying daily alone with you and Jesus. Next, pray with your wife and children at family devotion time and at bedtime or in the car. I am, uh, I'm sure there are more examples. Next, you need to be praying with other men and for other men in your lives. Prayer is a foundation for intimacy with God and others in your life. Next, have a daily reading habit where you are reading the Bible daily and some kind of devotional. I use the three-year Bible reading plan. You can find it on Amazon. It's a hardback book. I think it's like $10. Three years allows me to keep up and read the commentary so I can understand what I am reading and get a different perspective from my own and, you know, just reading alone. Next, I read Table Talk Magazine and I read the Stand Firm Devotional for Men by Lifeway. I've been doing this for a number of years, and it seems to work for me. Table Talk is um, has a lot of theology. It helps me to grow in my theology and deep thinking. Stand Firm is the devotional is kind of more like a an everyday type of thing, very practical. I, I do enjoy it, but they're definitely on different um, uh, reading levels for uh, for theology. I want to mention that I'm going to, in order of importance, yourself should always be the foundation of my opinion. You need to start with your faith so you have a full cup in which to serve others from. Next, make sure you are in a biblical church and the pastor preaches out of the Bible from the pulpit. I'm not going to go in great depth on this topic, but make sure the music or even the fellowship, is not the main focus of going to church. And the sermon should not be a self-help sermon, but be taught more verse by verse and focused on understanding the Bible more. Finally, you should have some godly men you are meeting with on a regular basis, whether that is at a breakfast, Bible study, or some kind of fellowship or relationship building with other men. You should be praying for these men, and they should be praying for you. Family events are great as well. So 
you can get to know other families at your church and maybe even be friends and do life together. I know uh, one thing, we uh, sometimes will watch other families, their children, and uh, so that they can have some alone time or go out. And then they will watch our children, and then we are able to go out and have alone time. So that's just a little little family hack there. Uh, so that is what I have for you today. I am sure I missed a lot. Um, that was what uh, came to me as I pondered this uh, topic. Uh, but this is mainly what I do and how I am currently building my faith. If you have suggestions or things that are working for you, please share them with me. I would love to hear if you are thriving in your faith and how you're doing that. I'd love to hear the why behind your faith as well. Next time, we will be diving deep into family and why I consider this the second most important of the five F's. Remember, all the five F's are all essential but I do believe that they go in importance. And I will talk more about why family is the second most important the next time. If there's a topic you are interested in me talking about, please send it to knight, K-N-I-G-H-T-B-R-I, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and until next week, continue thriving in fatherhood. <laughs>